Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Average Sports Club. I'm OJ Borge. And I'm Gethin Jones. This podcast celebrates average sporting success, however you really want to define it. Yeah, do you know what? I dream of gold medals, and I really do. I dream of winning races, of scoring tries, but a certificate for taking part means just as much to me, which is good because it's all a god. The point is that the vast majority of us, isn't that right, OJ? Mm-hmm. We're average. Yeah. The average is the best we can hope yeah. for. Winning? is for losers. <laughs> Winnings for those who get to the end of the clock, but usually we get beaten by the clock. Yeah. We'd win eventually. Yeah, knocked out by the clock sometimes. Some would say the clock can do one. Run into the clock yeah. by mistake. Yeah, so let's get into it. You're all welcome to the Average Sports Club. Hello, welcome. Please come in. Have a Lucasade. So if you're here, go listen to the first two episodes. Just search Average Sports Club wherever you listen to your podcasts. Do you know what would be really good, almost Inception-like, if people were right now listening to the first two episodes, or this one, on a treadmill, and maybe not setting their best time? Mm, that's very relatable. Yeah, I like yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Average Sports Club, open to everyone of all abilities. Geth, what was the first... Oh, I like this as a question. What was the first club you played for? First club? Oh, I remember it well. Uh, I used to play for the Annex Table Tennis Club. Oh, okay. Basically, I played the violin every day until the age of 17. And then I found sport and yeah. ditched the violin, started playing table tennis and genuinely thought I was a world beater. At table tennis? At a, at a, a wicked backhand. Yeah. Got my dad to, is it chipboard? Maybe chipboard. I got my dad to cut a chipboard into the shape of a tennis, tennis, table tennis table. Yeah. <laughs> I'm struggling with the word tennis table yeah. and yeah, tennis table. And what he made you a tennis table, table well, tennis table. This this is a stupid sport. Let's never talk of it again. So he made you ping a table pong. tennis table. Yeah, ping pong table. Well, no, we just went and bought a board from B and Q, I think, <laughs> and then found sort of a, a net and I made him play. But there wasn't enough room, and there wasn't enough room. The the the, the table tennis table yeah. was too big for the room, so you couldn't really move around. You just have to hit shots back and forth. Yeah. But my backhand was mean. I got to a pretty average level on that. Yeah. Did you ever play round the table at like the local yeah, sports club? Yeah, I loved best, that. You'd have yeah. to have one hit and then run round. That's right. It was Amazing a great game. game. Amazing great game. game that was. Uh, a mate of mine was in the Manchester ping pong club, mm-hmm. and um, he said there was like a really That's still a club in Manchester. It is. It? Yeah, yeah. yeah he I said it was, it's a bit weird. Yeah. yeah. He said it's a really weird set of fines you would get as part of being part of the league. Is it the same one as Bangkok? 
No, it's not. That's oh. a completely oh, different one. Okay. That's, the return serve there is a bit different. <laughs> it's a bit moist. Okay, fine. Sorry, go back to the match. The, um, but there was like a really weird set of um, a really weird set of fines. Like if you swore, it was a five p fine. Oh. If your shorts were the wrong length, it was a ten p fine. And if you didn't go to the annual, you know, like the yearly AGM, it was a quid fine. So he gave him a fiver and said, "Like I'll see you in 2028." <laughs> just, <laughs> just never. Went. There was a, a chain called Bounce. Table tennis, yeah, and you like, go for a beer, and like flight club, yes. and it's pool. You know, it's all going on. Table like tennis, my favorite places. Table tennis over pool every single you time. You feel like a champion if you go in there oh. and win, don't you? Just feel like the best every single time. What was your first club? Uh, well, I'm going to go ping pong as well. What? And it was the St Andrews. You can't copy me. Well, it's you tend a nice, to do that. No, it's St Andrews Play Association. We played ping pong there, but it got. It used to get quite angry. Um, and one time, Euston Butler threw someone through the table, and we didn't have a table for a while. So that was that club over. <laughs> uh, right then, we want you to join the Average Sports Club. Uh, you can email us, hello at averagesportsclub.com or just search Sports Club Pod on socials. My dad still might have the chipboard in the garage. Do you want it? Yeah, absolutely. You can re restart the club. Do you know what we should do? I mean, obviously, you're listening to this. You might have seen it on socials, but we've just got a really boring round wooden table. We need a table tennis table that we do it over or mm. a pool table. We a can, little game. We could rotate it every week. A little game of the breaks. Table football. We've ever played table football Best. professionally. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, professionally. Uh, me and my friend Clark. Sabutio, you talk about. No, no, no. Oh, I'm no, talking like, about foosball. 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 Uh, but not allowed to, are you, uh, you're not allowed to twist the... Spin. Spin. No, of course not. No way, man. No. But we um, we beat the Portuguese second team, me and my mate Clarky once, and they, they turned up, they had golf gloves on so they could control the spin and a bottle of Windling to make sure that the uh, the um, the people, the, the poles, slid in and out nice and quickly. No way. Back to Bangkok. No, anyway, just... Nothing average about that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Right, go on then, Gareth, ask me the question. Ready uh, for it. I've been dying to ask you the question. OJ... Oh my goodness. How did you get on in the Great North Run? A little bit of foley for you there. That is the sound of a pair of crutches. Mate. What did you... I, I knew this was going to go badly. Yeah. What did you do? So, so we, uh, we start a sporting podcast, and by week three, <laughs> I'm on crutches. So the Great North Run, was super excited about it, went over to Newcastle. Lovely place. The people are wonderful. Seeing all the branding up for the Great North Run across the Tyne Bridge, there was actual fog on the Tyne when I woke up. I mean, I'd like to thank Gaza for sorting that for me. Um, go down to the start line. Um, I've worn my Lycra shorts. I've worn my vest. I look like a really terrible wrestler. Imagine a sprinter who'd done a lot of tapering and a lot of carb loading. All the carb loading. Headband? Head. I ummed and ahed about the headband. It was so hot, I thought, yeah, I'm going to go for it. Shades? Yeah, they shades They were fashion well. shades, by the way. They were not fashion they shades. They were fashion shades. Okay. You ran in fashion shades. Well, it didn't help me out, did it? So the first gun goes off, which was a worry because there was a guy who was 102 years old who was by the start line. They kept firing the gun. And I was like, can we just be careful of, of whatever his name is, who's 102, in case he thinks Bill. he's back. Bill. His name was Bill. Bill. He was on the telly. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've done a bit of filming. Gun goes off, off they go. Second gun goes off, still worried about Bill. Off goes Mo Farah. He runs off, he's completing it in what? 40 odd minutes, 50 minutes? Wow. Ridiculous speed. Third gun goes off, off I go. And you know, running along in the heat, the crowds were wonderful. They were brilliant. They were cheering. They were waving at us. They were saying my name. Maybe they knew who I was. Maybe they were just reading the number on my top. I don't care. Mm. First 10K was like a dream. It was a rolling buffet. I had ice pops. I had jelly babies that people were holding for me. People were spraying water on us. 
I had um, I had a, a Jaffa cake. Well, yeah, you ran this race with our mutual friend, Brucey. Yeah. Brucey told me you had at least a packet of Jaffa cakes mm-hmm. within the first cake. Is that true? No, no, no. I only had two Jaffa cakes because the first one was so dry, it took me about a kilometre to eat it. If <laughs> you really don't try and dry really hydrated when you started. No, sure. I'd really missed out on the high. And I was really worried about needing a poo. Well, okay. okay, another thing Brucey told me, did you ever cook breakfast before doing the Great North Run? No. No, I didn't have anything. Well, that's a lie, actually. I had eggs and eggs and waffles. <laughs> it's a great thing to... He was there. He was like, he had a sports drink and porridge. And I was like, I just have fried eggs and waffles. So, so we're 10K in. And I'd started it with a slight pain in my shin. 10K in? I'm 10K into it. So I'm oh. halfway. Okay, 10K in. I had, had a slight pain in my shin as we started. The problem is that pain had started to get worse. And this was the point that Brucey pulled away from me, okay? And I was like, I can't catch him. I'll just let him run off. And I could see the back of him starting to get further and further into the distance. And this pain in my shin's getting worse and worse. He left you. To die. He <laughs> left me to die, okay? Because we were supposed That's to meet so again at a BBC interview with Jeanette Kwaji. Yeah. She said, we'll meet you near the Shell Garage. Come over. But he just ran off and I couldn't find the Shell Garage and I couldn't see her anyway. So he carries on. And the pain's getting worse and I'm slowing down and slowing down. And I was on for two hours at this point. I got through the first half in a, in a, in a two-hour pace. I was happy. The training's gone well, but the pain's getting worse and worse and worse. And um, the cheering's coming from the side. Go on, big lad. That's lads. the thing. Go That's on. The, the support there is amazing. Go on, you can do it. I don't know where they're from. Where we? <laughs> Swansea. <laughs> Go on. The Swansea Great North Wales. <laughs> yeah. And I get to like 13.5k and I'm like, the pain in my shin is so bad now, I'm going to have to start walking. At what point is this? 13.5k. Oh, oh. Okay. so you're thinking, like, oh, maybe I can do this. Yeah, and mm. I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to walk. I'm just going to walk to 15k because yeah. someone had said the St. John's Ambulance. If Lovely you'd have done people. that, you would have caught Brucey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I get to 15k and I stop and I sort of say to the St. John's Ambulance, listen, you got any painkillers? They're like, no, we can't give you anything. I can't give you anything. No. They gave me an ice pack. So I shoved the ice pack, and I'm at this point, I'm, I'm sort of sat down, and I feel embarrassed. I'd made did, a. Did they put you on the stretch and run you a mile? They'd asked me if I wanted to go on the board, yeah. and I was like, no. Was that to carry you for yeah, a mile? Literally. Not anyone. Yeah, literally. Okay. I was like, no, I'm okay. not having this. Yeah, yeah, we're in a chip, you can't cheat. But. 50%, I don't quit. Mm. 50%. You're pig headed. I'm pig headed. 50%, 50% you're stubborn. 50% I'm stubborn. 50% you didn't want to face me and tell me that you'd. I looked, I looked at my WhatsApps, and you were like, how's it going, lads? Are you having a great time? I'm like, I can't let everyone down. Is that when I sent you a picture of a cheesecake? Yes, you did. And the other 50%, we're at 200% now, because that's how great we are in the average sports club, um, was there was a phone call on the finish line I needed to film with. <laughs> I was under so much pressure. So I, I, I oh, thought, yeah. here we go, I can do this. So I started running again, but it was like a weird crab run. Like, There's could, um, this footage of this, by the way, yeah. on, on our social pages. Yeah. It's worth a watch it's a very strange technique yeah it was yeah and I I put my headphones on and I put the loudest techno I could find to try and block out the pain Mm. and I just crab ran with the background of people can you do a Geordie accent not not really go on say go on OJ go go on big lad you can do it in a Geordie accent go on go on OJ you can do it (laughs) (laughs) I can't do accents well No, no, no one can do a Scottish accent that's a fact that's a story for another day. Why, well, aye, Jimmy, you can do it. Oh, that sounds like Geordie again. Anyway, so I, I saw... Are you going for Scotland then? I was going for Scotland. It's been a murder. 
<laughs> there might have been. <laughs> there might have been a machines. So the pain's on, and I get through to the big dip. There's like a hill, isn't there, that there goes is. down? Mm-hmm. And it's through a quite a tasty part of, uh, of South Shields at this point as you get into this bit. And I was going around, and people are like, are like sort of tapping me on the bum. When you say tasty, what do you mean tasty? I mean, like you know, people hard. Are, yeah, yeah. People are having hard. a great... No, well, I don't want to say that because they might know where I live. But yeah, it's that sort <laughs> of bit, you know. Apparently one year... No, I can't tell that story. I'm going to tell it. Uh, apparently one year they had like a, a stand which had all of the, like the sports drinks and nutrients and a load of guys <laughs> turned up and robbed it all. Yeah. So they had to stop doing that in that area. We might leave that in. Uh, so yeah, I get to this point and, uh, you know, I'm having, uh, the runs turned into like a weird drag of my leg. Yeah. yeah. I've been overtaken. People are passing you. Pe- 30,000 people have passed me by this point. Yeah. Did you it, count them, did you? Every single one was a nail <laughs> into my heart. It was a, just an underlining of the word average. Yeah. The big furry teddies have gone past A guy you. carrying a fridge. The guy with the old dry suit on. His Rhinos. One guy flip-flops yeah. ran past me. <laughs> uh, get down the hill, and it's like a kilometre left to get over the finish line. And Man, I, You've done well with I am full injury. of... I'm like, I can't believe I've done it. I get over the finish line, and this is what I say. I legit can't believe I finished that. My leg went at 15k. Like, shin splints, the most <laughs> pain I've ever had. And I was so going to quit. I was like, I was out. I thought, I'll get to 15k and I just stuck out there. Everyone started going, go on, mate, you could do it. Don't quit now. So I've literally, I wouldn't call it a run. I wouldn't even call it a walk. I call it the world's worst hobble. Whatever, six and a half k. But I did it. And the reason I did it was because everyone kept cheering me on. I mean, and sometimes I wish they'd stop and I would have quit. But yeah, that is the Great North Run completed. It is one of the best and worst things I've ever done both at the same time. Thank you, Newcastle. Thank you, the North East. Oh, go on, OJ. And yeah, and so I stop, and then that's it. I can't walk. I can't walk. I'm, I'm done. I have to be put in a wheelchair. You're in a bad place, aren't you? Yeah. They put me in a wheelchair. I was really upset about wanting to go in a wheelchair. Really upset about it. Uh, at least Brucey didn't film the whole thing. Film the whole thing? And put it on socials. Do you know, they, I, he gave me a beer, though, so I drank my beer in the, uh, in the hospital. Um, did you, do you think you've dreamt a bit big? OJ, you know, do you think, you in your head, you're thinking, I can do this, and quite frankly, you weren't ready, what? and you just need to train a bit harder because we're getting old and we're well, average. Well, my wife did say to me, you need to realise you're 40 years old now. Yeah, that's the thing. What's Which, how old are you? I'm 40. I thought you were 45. 44, but you know, I was trying to go for the show at this age. Have you ever, so I ran through the pain. I'm are you so, 40? No, of course I'm not, 44. Oh, um, I was going to uh, say, because I don't remember going to your 40. <laughs> You can come it's to the 45th quiz. next year. Um, you, um, I ran through the pain, so I'm slightly proud of myself by mm. the fact I got through it. Slightly yeah. proud. But um, You're so irresponsible, though, because then you have to go and film and go to Leicester. I've ruined that. my life, man. I've ruined my life. I'm on crutches. Yeah. I don't know what I've done to myself. I can't yeah. walk. No, I've, can't I've ruined train. everything. So the question is to you, when were you last on crutches? Oh, that was recent, because I had my ankle arthroscopy. Ooh. Yeah, my floppy ankle. Uh, so last Christmas. It's tricky business, isn't it? Crutches. You got good yet? I feel like coming up here actually. So I got skills. I got yeah. skills now. My my hands really hurt. Hands are bad. Yeah. Uh, the pads, like you got bruises on the no. palm of your hands. Did you pimp your crutches? Uh, no, I didn't. Did you? No. Well, oh. you can see them. They're here. They're from the NHS. I feel like I'd I'd feel bad if they I look started. like mine. They might have been mine. <laughs> yeah, they're very similar. Yeah. So yeah. talk me through the last time you were on crutches. Uh, How did you wash? Because washing's a difficult. Washing's the worst bit. That's the worst bit. It's when you have to go and shower. So you got sort of your bag in. Uh, so you got your. <laughs> well, got normally, it. hopefully, you're washing that. <laughs> Got your leg in a bag. Oh, as well. Okay. Leg in a bag. That's what I meant to say. I'm really tired today. I've had a what, really from long day. Looking at me crutching around. Yeah, no, I'm just exhausted <laughs> watching you and listening to your stories about the Great North Run in Swansea. Uh, so I've got my leg in the uh, dry bag, and then it's just you, you're naked, 
and then you, you have to, hang on what you shower naked yeah Oh, I don't know if I can deal with that sort of imagery. <laughs> Apart from the the sock, the yeah. like the waterproof sock that you it's a big old sock that goes over your leg. Yeah. The bag. Anyway, the worst part is when you're trying to get into the shower if like I had a bath shower at the time, yeah. so you have to get over the bath and it's just the dangly bit. It's the dangly bit, you know? It's just so emasculating. It's yeah. just awful. The showerings are right faff. Mm. Anyway, that's the worst bit. And then you get used to it. And, but then also everyone asks what you've done. Oh, my God. I'm so bored of telling people. I started I saying it's it nice was... nice to be like, I just can't be bothered. I started going like it was a cage fight and I never tap. You know, yeah. like I got caught <laughs> a leg lock. It's, it was an awful business. <laughs> I'm not average with cage yeah, yeah, fighting. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I fought a truck. Oh. This is really bad timing, by the way, um, because uh, my sporting week involves a sporting challenge Ooh. from Joe Wicks. Do you know, I'm, I'm disappointed that he's getting work at the moment, you know. <laughs> Joe, do you know Joe? Yeah. Well, no, I don't actually. I didn't even know Joe before. But we got a train back to Manchester together. We did the show. He was lovely. He's so lovely. Really interesting. All happened during the pandemic. Lovely guy. Loves his motorbikes. He does, doesn't he? Do you remember remember when he he did quite a large Trump while filming? No. He was, because obviously he's got a very high protein diet and he's a lovely guy. And um, he was doing one of his. What's that going to do with Trump in? Well, he's doing one of his fitness things and he goes, can I do a Joe impression? Right now, guys, I'm going to do some, some burpees. Don't ever do that again. And he, he did a Trump. Did he? It was large, yeah. Trump's funny. Do you want to hear it? Trump in is funny. Yeah, not my Trump. Do you want to hear Joe's Trump? Go on in. Here you are. Okay, so he's going to live now. Hang on, go, go. So yeah, he did Trump once. It was cool. But anyway, what were you doing with Joe? Uh, so he's doing a challenge for children in need. Ooh, okay. Which he's passed on to me. Yeah. And I'm going to pass on to you. Okay. And you've talked about this before on the pod and how bad you are and how you hate them. And that's why I'm going to make you do it. And okay. I don't know how you're going to do it. You've got, a f- you've got a few weeks before children need those. So do you reckon you might be good? Mate. You've got to do a thousand burpees. No! In a month. So in a 33. month. I had to do it this morning on the show. I did 32 in just under two minutes with a tuck jump. It's four different versions. With a tuck jump? Yeah, I did a tuck jump. Just because I thought, I was doing it with Neil Jones and I got competitive. It was yeah. really stupid. What's the hardest My version? was like, it's not about you. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but it is though. Yeah, I just have to go for it. Yeah, okay. That so is f- hard with a tuck jump. Okay, so a thousand is how many a day over the course of a, course of a month? Oh, go on, mate. You're brilliant maths, aren't you? Have a guess. If there's 30 days in a month. Um, three, six, oh, mate. Like, okay, hang on. Listen, stop. Listen, Vorderman. I can do maths. I just can't do it under pressure. If there's a thousand... And it's how many days? What month are we doing it in? Okay, so let's say it's 30 is the average days. Your 10-year-old daughter's here. How many is it? 30. Oh, right, okay. Nice one. All right, for showing me up. That's embarrassing. That was Does embarrassing. she homeschool you? <laughs> During the pandemic, yeah. Do you know what? I had to help her with her English homework the other oh, day. Oh, God help her. And she was talking about... What was the thing with the brackets? Parenthesis. Exactly, so parenthesis. <laughs> That's quite hard to say. Parenthesis, okay. And I legitimately have no idea what it is. Parenthesis. Do you know? Uh, no. We didn't learn grammar. We didn't learn grammar. And anyway. the point is, you're better at maths. Yeah, yeah. So, 1,000 burpees. Yep. 30 a day. About 30 a day. Okay. I'll let you do 30 a day. Okay, 30 a day. When do I start? In a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah? Yeah. Okay, I'll let right. you know when. 30 a day, okay. Can you do it? Will yeah, be, what am I doing? Am will I... you be back? That's a good little target for you. That's good, Joe. Yeah, yeah, I like it, because I'm not very good at burpees. No, you're not. So, I need to improve what I'm average at. Tell you what, we'll take a little break and I'll Let's show do you. that. Yeah, do you want to go on my crutches? Oh, yeah. Go on. <laughs> 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to the Average Sports Club. Mate, you're good on those crutches. Good. Really Plenty of practice hot. Christmas. Yeah, good yeah. upper body strength. Um, and just to say, if you want to let us know how you've run through the pain, maybe, or injured yourself amusingly while doing sports. Oh, then average injuries. Average oh, injuries. When I play rugby, I'd always get an injury thinking, oh, that hurt. That'll be a nice shine. It would just look like a spot. Embarrassing. Do the finger story. Do the finger story. What finger story? The finger story. Oh, not the finger story. Do the finger what, story. Here? Yeah, go on. What, you want to do the finger yeah, story? Yeah, do the finger story. Are you serious? Yeah, go on. Are you sure we can do the finger story? Well, let's have a go. It comes with a warning yeah. because it's pretty disgusting. Graphic so if you, content. If you're listening to this on the way to work and yeah. you've just had breakfast or yeah. I don't know, on the way home, you, you're you eating, know, yeah. Or maybe you're thing. eating a, um, a white chocolate finger covered in, oh. covered in jam. Oh, or like covered in, oh, chocolate finger, yeah. Oh. oh. Do the story. Okay, we're ready for the story. Playing rugby, Broughton Park, down the road from here. Broughton Park, seconds, I think. It was. We're in a scrum. I'm playing scrum off. It's a very, very muddy uh, day in Manchester. Um, it's uh, wet and uh, we're in the scrum and the ball is at the feet of the number eight in front of me, as close as you are to me now, maybe even closer. And I go and pick the ball up. He's not heard the call. So he's decided to go for an eight, nine. So he's gone to pick up the ball himself. As he picks up the rugby ball, the flanker's stud or the flanker stands on his hand, <gasps> on his middle finger. And because it's soggy, somehow the stud stays on the flesh of his middle finger. And as he pulls the rugby ball up from the floor, his skin, half his finger, the flesh of it stays on the floor. And what pops out is this bright white bone and it <gasps> sticks out because everything else is so muddy. He's so muddy, he's like literally covered. And he's got this bone sticking out. And a few of the crowd were right on the touchline. A few of the crowd saw it. I immediately started puking. The <laughs> flanker almost fainted. Uh, it was just awful. But this number eight, he was hard as. Yeah. Just runs off at the num at the opposite number ten. Did I'm he like, score? Sheedy, Sheedy, I've got your <laughs> finger. I've got your finger. And I've got his finger and a clump of mud in my hand. I'm puking and I'm licking the flesh of his finger in my hand, thinking, what do I do with this guy's finger? Then the realization sets in, and of course the pain, the adrenaline goes. 
and he's running around and he's crying and I'm trying to chase around after him. It was no real meds then, was it? It was like the magic sponge trying to give him his finger back. One of the most bizarre sporting injuries I've mm. ever seen. Flipping the blue. What the hell is that? No, my God, what is that? What is that? That's, that. That's the finger. That's oh my God. Let's let's never show that again. <laughs> Can I just say, just 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 to really ram home the averageness, what team did you play for, did you say? Were you uh, playing for? Broughton Park, second team. Yeah, okay. We used I, to say it was like the feeder squad for yeah, sale, okay. but it was like, yeah, we yeah. played on Huff Park. Yeah, I played it? for Broughton Park fifths. No, you didn't. <laughs> I did, yeah. No, did you I really? did, yeah. I played flanker. Wasn't in that game. Oh, Thank nice. second I think you play for them. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did two seasons until I really injured myself. Oh, anyway. Was, mate, it was the worst thing. Uh, we should do a special about average injuries. Should we, we should do, do yes. Yeah, so send them in to us, please. please. What's yeah. the email? Hello at averagesportsclub.com. You can find us on socials, which is Sports Club Pod. You'll find us there. Now, uh, let's do the average hall of shame because we all dream of trophies, medals, or our fingers oh, still connected. I it's, love this. Yeah. OJ, it just makes us feel part of a community. Yeah, it does, doesn't we? Uh, we are the champions. <laughs> doesn't we? In our own minds. But as we all know in the average sports club, that's just not going to happen. Okay, let's give people the time to shine, that we can join in a club with them. Mm -hmm. They can be in the average hall of shame. Oh, yeah. Go on, you go first. This is good. Oh, it's right, from Tom, go. isn't it? This is from yeah, Tom. Thanks for writing in, Tom. Yeah, thank you, Tom. Uh, year nine, um, so that would be your year nine, you're what? Nine years old, year nine? Yeah, no, like, no, no, it's older than that. Year nine's first year of high school, so it's. I think it's... Is 11. it your daughter in year nine? Yeah, what, what year are you? I'm in year five. And oh. you are 10. So 14, thank you very much. So a second year of high school. Yeah, yeah, third year, fourth year. Maths is great. Anyway, <laughs> in year nine, we had someone pull out the 200 meter race at sports day. Because I'm a team player slash peer pressure, I volunteered to take their place, even though I knew I would come last. You would do this. Yes. I took my place on the start line, knowing I was the slowest one there. <laughs> you know, when you look up and down, you're like, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> Expectations were low. Uh, in my mind, all I could hear were the words, do not embarrass yourself. The teacher said, right, here we go. I copied all the other lads and bent down into the starting position like you see at the Olympics. So into the crouch, ready for the sprint. You're looking down. You start to look up. On your marks, get set, go. That reminds me of when we sent Dr. Ranch to do something for Morning Live that involved athletes and he had a panic live and he said, on your marks, get set, bingo. <laughs> House. <laughs> We'll never <laughs> let him forget it. <laughs> we're off, we're off, says Tom. Uh, the only thing quick about me is how far I'm falling behind. I'm comfortably last, but oh, just Tom. thinking a few more seconds and this will be over. When all of a sudden, with 20 metres to go, the lad nearest me fell over. Oh. I wasn't going to be last. I went from 10th to 9th, <laughs> securing a vital extra point for my team and jumped over the line. Not coming last was like winning to me in that moment. I bet it was. Succeeding from other people's failure. Yeah. It's a bit like Formula One, that, isn't it? Just keep going, 10th to 9th, mechanical failure, and you yeah. win some points for your team. Like if you, But it sounds like he was like more arrows, or what's a really rubbish Formula One team? Uh, Jordan, they were rubbish back in the day, weren't they? No, they were right. They used to get like 7th and 8th, didn't they? Yeah. Go on. Um, Haas, Haas are pretty bad. They used to like come 8th if everyone like was on hard tyres yeah. on like on a rainy day. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I should know. I was a pit lane reporter for two years and still never really actually got my head around the idea of what was going on in motorsports. In Formula One? No, no, in... Um, in Formula, something average. It was, yeah, yeah. it was... Uh, Touring cars. Endurance racing, it was, yeah. yeah. It was like eight and 12 and like 24 hour races. Or something. My greatest question was always, how'd you feel in the race? That was it. That was literally <laughs> the question every time they stopped and I put the uh, microphone through the window. Just to confirm, Tom gets a place in the average sports club isn't he, he does well done mate you are yeah. now on our wall of average shame I think we should put Michael in there too he says 
Six years ago, we had a game of five-side football, Michael says. The score was tied at the end. So naturally, we had a penalty shootout, which is interesting. Sometimes you play the extra five minutes or until it gets dark, whichever one, you know, you fancy at the time. So five-a-side goals, he says. Uh, so, you know, the long, short ones, as in the crossbar is just a couple of feet off the ground. Yeah, but quite long. The height, he says, that most keepers can stretch their arms across it and lean against it when play is up the other end. Oh, yeah, you see that? You would do yeah, that yeah, a I lot would do that, yeah, you yeah. apparently popped your knee out. Essentially, not very high at all. And that is essential to my average Hall of Shame story, he says, because to the shock of my teammates in the opposition, <laughs> he says, I chipped the keeper. <laughs> I chipped the keeper. How do you chip the keeper? <laughs> In one of those little goals. He says the audacity to do that in one of those goals blew everyone's minds. And the fact it worked was all the sweeter. Uh, we, or I, hounded the five-a-side company for CCT footage for weeks, but they just fobbed us off. Sadly, we never got to see a replay, but it's still talked about today. The stuff of legend. Wow. In some ways, the fact that it doesn't exist in any format makes the myth even bigger. Yeah, I think you're right. How would you chip someone from well, there? Well, and interestingly, with five sides, don't know if you know this, but you're only allowed one step, aren't you? You're not allowed to run up. So you've got like the left foot or right foot is planted and then your other foot has to follow through. So chipping a keeper from there. What is he? Oh, do you know what? He's done him with his eyes. That's yeah, what he's done. Yeah, he has. That's absolute sure. pressure. Man, I'm not sure that's average. No, this I is world class. Yeah, I think I think I said you... Michael could be in the average hall of shame, but I think he's for another podcast. Yeah, maybe when we do the high performance podcast. I think he's going to speak to Jake and Damien. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what it's I not love, for us, Michael. What I love is the fact that you're on this, and I learned today that your master's is in what? Huh? Sport you're in directorship and high performance in sport organisations. <laughs> you're yeah. knocking about on the yeah, average hall. Because I've got you as, a, as an agent. So he's done a penenka. What's a penenka? I've uh, never heard the, the phrase. The penenka is like, you know, when you, you do that audacious little chip. So you run up, the keeper goes, and then the, you chip over the keeper. It's I've like, never heard that phrase. Yeah, you know, if you, if you put... If you put it on, if you go into Google and see yeah. it, like, it's just amazing. If it works, it's amazing. But the ones that don't look like absolute losers. Now, they're the people we want to hear from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The times you've like, tried they're, something. They're the ones we want to hear from. Not from Michael. No, Michael. How Michael, dare you get in touch with us? You get back to your high performance <laughs> yeah, podcast. You, I mean, you can still be part of us. How did we even get through our massive team? I don't know. Of producers. And yeah. I think what needs to happen is maybe, Michael, get back in touch with something you're not good at. Because yeah. you may not be in the average hall of shame this week because you're actually not average. But and anyway, how would he do that? How would he do that? Yeah. Well, he would get in touch by saying hello at averagesportsclub.com or you can find us via the socials, which is way easier. And if you want to send us a video, maybe, via your social media of choice, then we'd love that. Yeah, failed panikia. Panik. Failed panikias, which sounds panikia. like an Indian dish, which has gone totally wrong. I'm hungry now. Yeah, me too. Hang on. Stuart's inquiry. Stuart's inquiry about Michael. <sighs> I think I've jumped the gun, OG. Yeah. I've said Michael. Sounds like your sister starting off the uh, <laughs> Cardiff <laughs> half <laughs> <laughs> So Michael, I said, couldn't be in the average Hall of Shame because he's penenka the keeper at five aside, which yeah. is world class. That's world class. But, you know, what we're not focusing on is the fact that he spent years trying to get the CCT footage to show everyone. And that's average. And that's it. And we're just holding on to our youth. Okay. okay. So. Is he back in? It's not a technicality. It's just we were reading, so he, he's brought in a lawyer, a very high-powered lawyer, a little yeah. bit like an England rugby player. He's shown us the facts, and we've realised that we are wrong. He's had a four-week ban. He's had a four-week ban. And reduced. back for Chile. Yep, he's done tackle school. Because of a failed Penenka. <laughs> yeah. No, a successful Penenka, but he's been looking for it for too long. Yeah, so he's failed. So, Michael, congratulations, mate. You are in. It's very niche, but, uh, you know, it rolls back into sports. Uh, you are back in, mate, to the Average Hall of Shame. Well done, buddy. If you would like to get in touch, hello at averagesportsclub.com. 
You know, I struggle to remember stats, Geth. You remember that? Mm. Yeah, okay. How many sports did I say there were in the world? Was it 1,000 or 3,000? Oh, I don't know, but you said like only 1% of the nation was elite and the rest was us. Yeah, us. Well, basically. So I don't remember that other stat. Yeah, but what we like to do is we like to... Oh, just kick my crutches with my bad leg. That was Ooh. ironic. Um, so what we like to do is to introduce you to a niche sport of the week. Every week it's a brand new sport. We have no idea who the person we're going to speak to is, or maybe people, because there might be more than one. Yeah. And we don't know what sport they take part in. And we will try and guess what it is. And I think as I've got the first few correct Gethin. Yeah, you've done really well, actually. Yeah, you can have this one. I'm on the subs bench, mate. It's because you've got a template of questions, which you yeah. have, which I might use Jordan. as we say hello to Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello. Uh, thanks for being on the Average Sports Club. Delighted to be here. Thanks for having me. You're officially a member just by being here. Uh, it's lovely to have you. Uh, so um, OJ, as he says, is, is doing quite well at this. I'm, I'm not doing so well. So um, how long have you been doing your sport for? I have been doing it for around... Uh, 40 years. Whoa, right. 40 years, How four decades. good are you? I am uh, national level. I played for England when I was in the under-24s, and I now play for England in the senior over-50s. So you had a bit of time out between 24 and 50, so 26 years uh, out no, of the national I, game. I played, but I just wasn't good enough whether to, to uh, play in the adult team. Got you. Under 24s is random, isn't it? I've never heard an under 24s. I've heard yeah. a, like, you know, all the age groups and then is that significant with the sport? No, it's it's uh, not significant for the sport. It was an extension of the youth uh, movement. So when the uh, kind of under 18s started to kind of get too old, there was a kind of, well, internationally uh, recognition that they weren't necessarily ready to go into adults uh, and that uh, there was another kind of, they extended youth basically up to under 24. This is what happens to you. You have an under 16 team and someone just rocks up full beard, loads of hair, <laughs> yeah. hairy chest thinking. Running everyone here. over immediately. <laughs> See, I think I've got an idea here because he's set up to 24. Ridiculous. I've asked two I'm questions. I'm just I've saying. asked two questions you think you know. Uh, OJ's got a template, as I was telling you. Paul, you uh, always ask this, do you need special equipment to play? Um, at my level, I do have special equipment. But Ooh. anybody could go and play this sport um, without any of their own equipment. I like this, a little bit of arrogance. Okay, you need yeah. that at the top level of sport. Yeah. You're absolutely not average at this, are you? Is it water-based? No. Oh, are, there, are, are there animals involved? <laughs> uh, no. Oh, okay. not water-based, no animals involved. National champion, 24-50. Can you do it uh, individually or uh, is it a team sport? You can do it both. Is it mixed? Yes. It can be mixed. It can be mixed. Yeah. It can be mixed. Did you say, what did you say to special equipment? No. He said oh, at his, his, his level, then they have special it's not equipment. Water bound. It's not waterbound. Now, here you go. Can I give you my little clue that I think? So, in cycling terms, the youth, like you have under 24 in cycling. That was my Do only. You? Yeah. So, basically, if you've got the white jersey, which is the, you know, the youth jersey, it's under 24 in cycling. Youth. Youth. Not that I'd say people who are 23 were still so youth. So are you thinking it's like... I think it... Does it involve bikes, Peter? More special equipment? No, um, it, there's no uh, wheels involved at all. No wheels involved at all. Paul. Why am I calling you Peter, Paul? Sorry. Oh, I see, you're good at this. We're still looking at you here, Gethin. Come on. Come oh, on, mate. Mate, you just... You're ridiculous. You just... Come on. You're so selfish when we play this game. Not at all. Just really watching you flounder and look confused. Mm -hmm. right. Paul, have you won? Did you say a national level? Have you ever been a champion at this? This is my filler question. What's I think of a better question? I've won a number of tournaments, yes. Do you have to be physically fit? Um, it helps, but you can play this whether at all fitness levels too. Okay, here's a question that I've just thought of. Do you have to change your shoes? Yes. Yeah. 
Um, does it involve balls? Yes. Does it involve heavy balls? Yes. Does it involve a special technique of throwing a ball? Uh, yes. Would I have played this in France? Uh, I don't know. Um, you may have done. <laughs> I, I've played it yeah. in France. Do you, don't you come in now okay, and try, right, do, right. You, do not do that. I'm onto something here and you know it. Um, is there a jack involved? No. Oh. I, th- I, th- I think no, you're No, I meant my mate. <laughs> What's your jack, problem? Jack in. Um, I think... It's not a jack. You have to change your shoes. Yeah. Um, has there been a very famous comedy film based around the sport you're a part of, Paul? Yes. Oh, how have you done? Hey! I thought it was balls. No, no, no. I th- you're sort of in the right way, but think more Don't American. Patronise me. Think, think more American. Oh, uh, what? Ben Stiller? No, it's a film that involves uh, it involves the guy from Ghostbusters, whose name I can't think of right now. He has the hair that goes across. Roy Munson's in it as well. It, does it involve the name Roy Munson? Yes, it does. It does involve Roy Munson. How have you got a name? What is it? Um, are you, Paul, part of a 10-pin bowling team? I am. Yeah, well It's another one. Oh, it's another one, man. mate. Um, Paul, talk us through your life as a 10-pin bowler. Right. Uh, well, I uh, got involved um, through my dad who played and uh, as a junior around about the age of kind of 14, uh, went along to my local youth bowling club, um, uh, kind of got an eye for it and uh, had an act for it and um, and basically kind of wanted to kind of play regularly. So I played leagues, I played tournaments and uh, got good at it and had some coaching and uh, and that's how I kind of got into the uh, under twenty four England team, um, and then represented them um, represented Great Britain at the World Championships in Mexico in nineteen ninety four. I think it was so good. And um, just been playing, um, you know, enjoying uh, playing with teams uh, to kind of get into this year or l- last couple of years. Um, really kind of taken it up seriously again and made the team for the World Championships in Colombia uh, in December. Oh, so I'm captaining mate. the team uh, that's going there um, uh, to try and win some medals for uh, for England. So many people love doing this. I mean, I always used to go to kids' parties and, and stuff like that. And we all thought we were decent at it. And you'd end up getting the sausages on yeah. the side. Yeah, and he he get, doesn't have the barriers. And, the, and, the, and the, you know, what's the little thing, that the little slide you put the balls yeah, down? Yeah, you roll together. the ball down, yeah. don't you? That's what we were doing, yeah. Did you start doing that when you... Yeah, uh, well, I didn't start with it, but, um, but I know a lot of kids that that do um uh it's one of those sports that's really kind of inclusive that everybody can do um you know it, it's something that you can be good at it whether you're young or old um uh physically able you know or having the disability uh, on their team yeah. you know it caters for everybody and, and the barriers not not the bumpers i, I would say um uh, on the lanes the barriers for entry are really low uh too because yeah. everybody can just you know, rock up at a, a bowling centre and and play with your mates or uh, for a party. Yeah, and it's one of those sports, whether that's kind of you know easy to pick up and, and maybe one of those kind of that's difficult to master. But uh, yeah, it's it's um it's really kind of inclusive um, uh, as one of those sports. Have you ever bowled the perfect game? I, I have actually. Yes. Um, yes. I've had, I've, I've had six uh, over the years. The first one in kind of around ninety three, and the last one <laughs> was quite a while ago. In 2013, I think. Do you, um, like me and OJ would go and just try and get it straight mm-hmm. or just off centre, you know, just that bit between the, your skittles where you just get rid of them all. Do you do that spin thing? Do you do like the whole, 
you know, proper leg out to the side, curl it round into the middle. Is that what you do? Yeah, there is a, there is a kind of um, style, a posture. Um, uh, I'm kind of old school, whatever. So I grew up in a you know time when you know there was a particular type of style, whatever, which was kind of you know to to throw it down around about kind of the outside and and just hook it a little bit. Nowadays, um, the kind of technology and the bowling balls and the equipment has moved on, and the oh, so there is special equipment. Yeah, it is at his level. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did say that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also the way and the way that people also throw it. So there's there's a move from one handed to two handed now. Um, uh, and the best player in the world is a guy called Jason Belmonte. He's Australian. He throws it two handed. Well, like a rugby ball, spin ball, like spin pass in a rugby ball. Kind of, yeah. Basically, um, no no thumb in the ball and just using your fingers. And that basically helps you to get a lot more revolution. So it's a lot more of a kind of power in the way that the ball then hits the pins. Oh, my God, this has re- revolutionized my game. The, the ultimate is, um, is for, you know, anybody, um, including you, to, to be able to just hit the the one at the front which is the head pin even us yeah. um <laughs> and just to the right of that um uh, which is the three pins so if you can get the ball yes. into that which we call the pocket with the spin uh with a little bit of spin whatever some revolutions on there then you will get the 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 pins to have a like a chain reaction so that so uh everything kind of then will knock each other over paul i love this i love this i'm going to take from this don't use my thumb Belmonte is the man at the moment. Um, when are you next playing? When's the big championships in Colombia? So December, December did you say? Beginning of December. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we're heading out um, kind of from, it runs from the, I think, 6th to the 13th. So we're out there for just under two weeks. I think my top score ever is about, I'm going to say, 142. That's good, man. Yeah, Would that be decent over like, what, 10 lanes? And then sometimes, you know, when you go bowling, you're never sure if they're going to give you the 11th one or if they just cut you off to the next yeah, game. Yeah, it's yeah. always a bit up in the air and you're never really sure. Well, no, you score. have to. No, you would only get the 11th one if you've got a strike. I know, or but a sometimes spare. they just start a new game. Yeah, that's if they don't care if the people behind yeah, them exactly, the like, are bored. Yeah. Um, well, sorry, I want to get the yeah. professional's opinion on my score, OJ, if you don't mind. One, sorry. One, Is that a big score? What did you say? 142? 143 is very good. So if you're only turning up and playing, you know, once or twice a year, 142 is good. Yeah, you can build, so not ways to build score. It's just really trying to get you know more spares. Um, so knocking the ball over with um, knocking the ten, the pins over with uh, two balls. Um, uh, you know, in terms of oh, that's a nightmare when there's two when there's a split split. They man. call it a split. Yeah. Splits a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, they are, they're, and they're very um, uh, they're very tricky to pick up some of those. Um, but obviously, in that film that uh, you were talking about, it's Kingpin. Uh, yep. uh, that's kind of, you know, the famously for, um, they pick up a, a big split in, in that film too. And, and that's mm. Bill Murray, I think was the name. You Bill Murray. Murray was the name I was looking for. Yeah. Thank and you. And Del Monte from Australia. You wouldn't have a problem. Belmonte. With exactly. Belmonte, man. Yeah. You wouldn't have a problem with this. The man from either. Belmonte. He says split. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, good luck in December. It's lovely chatting to you. Thank you. I'd love to see you play. It's good. I want to go watch it. it. Yeah. yeah I want to go watch it. it. I once, I once tried to record, you know, back in the days of video plus, yeah. we had a video plus VHS player and I saw in the, in the listings and it was called crown green bowling. I was like, I'm going to record like professional temp in bowling and it was like oh my god and I recorded it went to bed went to school the next day came home and it was like David Bryant with his pipe and it was crown green bowls not temp in bowls um uh Paul if people want to get involved maybe they want to come see you or get involved in playing in a bit more competitively and a bit more league play how would they do that be popular and go to a kid's birthday party (laughs) 
Well, um, uh, that's where a lot of people start. Um, uh, you know, they they get hooked from kids' birthday parties. Um, we we run a lot of youth bowling clubs around the country um, from kind of age six to twenty one. Um, which you know involves coaching. Uh, we run tournaments as a pathway to uh, Team England and uh, representing a country, and that's the path I took. Uh, you can get involved and in touch with if you come to our website, which is um, BTBA. So that's British Tempin Bowling Association. So BTBA.org.uk. Paul, good luck in December in Colombia. Lovely chatting to you. Thank you. Lovely to chat with you too. I'd like to play 10-pin bowling with Paul. Yeah, I would as well. Tell you what I won't be doing, though. What? Is using the shoes. Oh, my God, they stink. I like the shoes. No, 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 they they don't. If you go to a decent place... Absolutely honk. If you get the little stuff and spray it in... Do you have um, to wear shoes still? Yeah, you do. And I'll tell you why. They're in fashion now. I actually went recently. I went Mm. to meet a mate when I was working down in London. He he met me, sort of... It was like a posh hotel that had lanes underneath. Yeah. First bowl, strike. First Maybe. one. I was just. I'm literally just going through Instagram now to try Mate, and find I'm it. I'm so glad we edited this show. Yeah, because some <laughs> yeah. of your stories, honestly, they just take yeah. time and they're really boring. Yeah, uh, that's. Do you want, do you want from... another bowling story? Oh, uh, go on. You sure? Yeah. Uh, Get ready I, for the edit. When I was at school, when I was at school, we didn't have a PE teacher, so we had a choice between going and doing snooker or bowling, tempin bowling. So we always we all chose to go to the mega bowl in Leicester, of course. Uh, got there, and when we got there, we were like, "Hey, do we have to do bowling?" Like, no. So we did quasar instead. So I'm really good. I've actually done PE as quasar. So I'm very good at Quasar. Wait there. So you can leave an edit point. There it is. And that's it for this week on the Average Sports Club. I've been Gethin Jones. I'm still trying to find the... What are you uh, trying to find? Trying to find the vi- I'm trying to find the video of me getting a strike. Hopefully OJ will be finished by next week. When we'll be back with another Average Hall of Shame and another Niche Sport of the Week. I'm Please almost there. get in touch. Hello at averagesportsclub.com or just search Sports Club Pod on socials. Yeah. But it's too late. Say goodbye. Okay, goodbye. I found it. 